0: edition of Brother Reg. I'm your host Reg Allen and back by popular demand is <laughs> Rory Anderson who's who's joining me. Rory, welcome back.
1: Thank you. Happy to be here.
0: I've had a number of people text me over this last week or two just saying how much they loved your thought last time.
1: Oh, so that's very kind. thanks for
0: joining us. So I, I wanted to visit, today we're going to explore, first of all, we should say Merry Christmas. Yes. This is like, this is a magical time it's not just magical but it's it's poignant because it gives us a chance to reflect on what christmas actually is who who we're celebrating and and you and i rory and i in conversation this last couple of days we've been talking about christ and about how how we can be more like him and that initiated a conversation about discipleship rory share with share with me again and our listeners about about some of your thoughts about discipleship.
1: Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about the word disciple. And as you think about that word disciple, it it connects to the word discipline. So I've been thinking about, okay, how, how does being a disciple of Christ take discipline? Or what's the connection there? And I looked at the Latin root of, of disciple, and it's discipulus which is the same word used for pupil, which is somebody that's learning. And I find that so fascinating. I love, I love looking at the, the root word of something. But discipline is also used as a category of learning. Like we, we talk about in college, maybe like what discipline are you studying, right? So you can use it in different ways. But when we have discipline, we are learning how to master something. And I feel like Christ is the master of having discipline and he asks us as disciples to master our lives and to create a life of discipline because when we do that when we have discipline in those attributes of Christ they help us become like him right so we're really just learning as a disciple of Christ we're just learning how to be disciplined in those attributes that he's already taught us
0: you you and I we we've talked a little bit in the past about the strength that comes from being disciplined in, in in all of the areas in our life, right? And you can see sometimes people can be killer in work and horrendous and no discipline at home, mm-hmm. or there's sometimes where I can be very disciplined in a number of areas, and then I see the basket, uh, the the basket of bread rolls at Olive Garden, and right. I have three right. three baskets. <laughs> but there's there seems to be. A significant amount of power that comes from being disciplined in all in all aspects of life and that there's power that comes from that
1: don't you think they feed into each other like i know when i'm being disciplined for instance in like my spending habits financially that that carries over into other parts of my life like when i'm being disciplined in my eating or my exercising or it just it helps you i think buoy up the other parts of your life that maybe you aren't disciplined in yet and it helps you to kind of create a foundation for yourself that that raises your ability to have discipline in the other aspects of your life
0: you 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 can use that momentum in one area and have it carry over totally i think um one of the things that when i think about discipleship or discipline and i love that you join those two together when I think about discipleship, I think about that painting, and I don't know who who made the painting, but you can see Christ with the, both of his arms, and he's got his body at the Sea of Galilee, and he's kind of moving; he's in motion, mm-hmm. but he's motioning to have people join him. But when I when I think about Christ as as the master, and I think about his call to come follow him, he he doesn't he doesn't just call out. And then wait there and hope people come. He doesn't. He doesn't just stand there and say, "I'm only going to be disciplined or I'm only going to make movement when everyone comes with me." Right. Um, and I think. I think sometimes with change, we talked about change together as we reflect on this new year coming. Sometimes we look at change and we say, "I'm going to wait until the people that I love most are ready to join me, and then I'll make change."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I I think that there's power in saying. Everybody's on their own journey. I'm going to extend an invitation to people to join me in action. But if they don't come, I got to roll.
1: Yeah, completely. Because, you know, we have to all, and I, I remember when, for me, the aha moment of like, oh, I don't have to wait for my spouse or someone in my family or my best friend to want to do this with me. I'm on my own path. And I need to live my own truth because that's what's going to make me happy. And we're all at different levels. And I think along with that is, is also understanding that everybody else is on their own journey as well. And we can't judge and we can't um, make them feel bad if they're not on the same path that we're on or same level that we're on in some part of our life.
0: And, and uh, along those lines, I think, I think in terms of power that comes from being disciplined, there is extreme power that comes from when, people, when people's words match what it is that they believe mm-hmm. and their actions follow their words, that alignment creates incredible power where people, even, even with different beliefs or different thoughts, when their beliefs and their words and their actions line up, they become powerful. And I think part of that power comes innately from, from Christ's example of what discipline looks like mm. because there was alignment.
1: Well, he was disciplined in every aspect of his life, right? So I love there's a scripture, I think it's in Timothy that talks about uh, basically the the idea of it or the gist of it is that a wise person is able to hold their tongue because that's one of the hardest things to do. And and Christ was able to have discipline over everything he said, over what he thought, over how he acted. And wouldn't it be an amazing world if we were all able to do that? But we're not because we're human and we have the, the natural man in all of us, right? So we're trying to overcome that. So being a disciple to me means how do, I, how do I analyze my life and look at what I need to be more disciplined in to become like Christ?
0: Say the last part one more time.
1: So being disciplined to me means analyzing my life and discovering what I need to be more disciplined in in my life so that I can be more like Christ. So is it my patience that I need to work on to be more like him? Is it my charity that I need to work on? Is it my ability to not snap back <laughs> when somebody says something that I don't like or you know what I mean? It's it's controlling certain aspects of our lives, and it can be physical, it could be emotional, it could be mental. There's so many different ways we could look at it. But how are we becoming a, a disciple of Christ by becoming more like him?
0: I wonder, uh, part of that, and it ties back to what you began with, which is sometimes people are in college to, to be in a discipline. So, so almost what you're proposing in some respects is be in the discipline of being disciplined. <laughs> be yeah. be a learner in becoming more disciplined yeah that that in and of itself breeds the the greatest possibility of discipleship because similar to the way we need to pattern ourselves christ is is not going to just sit there and wait he's he's moving forward mm-hmm. he's taking action and we can join it says come follow me it doesn't say stand here I'm gonna stand here and wait until you mm-hmm. decide to do something. He's moving.
1: Oh, I love that! I love that. And
0: we Can and we follow me
1: implies that he is.
0: He's in ac- he's, he's in movement. He's
1: in. He's in action. Yeah.
0: I I uh. I just wanted to mention one thing for the listeners. I have the the messages that I've received. I went I went over two and a half years without having a single episode, and now I think this is episode four or five in four weeks. And the messages that you've sent really uplift me, and and thank you for for sending texts and messages. It is a joy to to have these discussions. They bless my life far more than they would bless listeners' lives. Um, and Rory, it's a pleasure having you on as always.
1: I always love talking to you. Thank you,
0: friends. Love you. Merry Christmas. Talk to you soon.
1: Here you go,